think still. Oh my goodness. Hello, conscious entrepreneurs. Yes, that's you. You're in the right place and tuned in to a higher frequency of modeling abundance for good in your life and your business. Welcome to the Billion Dollar Mind podcast. This is your guy Tate here in Denver, along with members of the New Media Collective, and you are a part of our podcast too. So this is our lucky number 13th episode around the Halloween time, and I am excited for you to feel that indescribable yet energetic feeling of belonging to this community of conscious entrepreneurs. As this podcast invites you to live a life of success and influence in order to model abundance for good. So stick around and listen to our discussion today about goal for the gold, revenue producing tips to prioritize your life and business. But first, I would love to hand the mic over to Raj Singh my right-hand guy, who will be our lead moderator for today's discussion. So I'm going to welcome you, Raj. How are you doing today? It's lovely to see you here. Thank you so much, Tate. Um, I'm really grateful to be here, firstly and foremost. Um, And I just want to say a massive hello, and I'm going to say good evening because it's uh, 10 p.m. here in the U.K. So I'm going to say good evening to you. Good evening to the amazing podcast mogul, Phil. And I'm going to say good evening to the beautiful Queen V. So um, a little bit about me. I am Rod Singh from London, UK, and I'm the founder, director, and head of public relations at my agency, Exclusive PR. And I help um, struggling businesses who find it difficult to get in touch with their audience. I help new startups from the ground up and I help independent artists gain visibility online. We do that by using social media platforms and leveraging that with some creative marketing strategies to get you free social, um, sorry, free SEO pings on Google. So um, the topic of the day is gold, gold for the gold. Sorry, <laughs> I'm reading things really weirdly today. <laughs> so, um, what is your goal and what is your goal? Um, that is what I would like to ask. So um, in terms of um, goal for gold, that could be anything. So the way I look at it is that um, a goal for gold could be someone's personal health. It could be, for example, their mental state. It could be their personal life, just generally having a roof over their head having nice food on the table it could be their relationship it could be literally anything it doesn't necessarily have to be business related um so on that note what i'm going to do is i'm going to pass it back over to tate and i'm going to ask tate what is your goal for the goal beautiful love that introduction thank you so much raj you're doing amazing lead moderator job uh yeah i think that um you know, for me, you know, I'm your guy, Tate, here, the uh, facilitator and uh, founder of the New Media Collective. And that's enough about me. But for you all out there, I imagine that uh, you are in uh, getting stuck sometimes, you know, in a low priority wonderland of shiny objects. So 
I really identify with that a lot because, you know, when I worked for businesses as an employee, I had eight hours a day. One hour was for lunch if I was lucky, right? So seven hours there, right? So of those seven hours, how much of it was actually spent doing something that was relevant to the business that helped either with the growth, um, with the goal that people uh, set forth? And I, I found that it was only about <laughs> under 5% of the time. I mean, it was really, really, uh, you know, so many spinning wheels and hamster wheels that go on. And I think that I was raised in an environment that you don't work smarter, you work harder. And it's a total reversal for me right now. So I'll just share a little bit about what I am doing with my goals. And then, um, you know, hopefully that kind of resonates for others. You know, in this space in my life as a person with a lot of vision for what I want to see um, things become in my life, right? Um, on one hand, I'm a business coach helping people go from that inner awareness as well as their uh, ability to see their purpose and, you know, use all of the tactical things on online media to turn their purpose into profits. So I've got this whole big bucket of coaching on my left here. And over on my right, I have this amazing, beautiful group of amazing conscious entrepreneurs uh, called the New Media Collective. So those are two uh, businesses. And to prioritize all of the tasks I need to do in the day for just my coaching business, which is called Exonerate Online, I mean, there's hundreds of things on the task list to do there, and there's thousands of things to do here for the New Media Collective, and what happens is I get lost in that low-priority wonderland of shiny objects. You know, social media doesn't do any better, right? It starts pinging us and telling us, hey, come do this, come do that. So what I learned in... <laughs> this morass of unimportant tasks that I was just inundated with through working for businesses is a concept that I would call rocks. And I think it's commonly referred as rocks. Um, it's actually in the Entrepreneurial Operating System or EOS by Gino Wickman. It's a great book and it's a great movement. So look it up if you haven't. But it proposes that we look at our tasks, our goals as rocks. And so if I start to look at the big rocks or the little rocks first, that's kind of the, or do I look at the sand grains first? Well, they propose I look at my big rocks first. So if, you know, bringing it back over to my coaching business, one of my big rocks is to complete my 30-day accelerator course, which I'm on week one of completing. And uh, it's a 30-day accelerator that's turned into a 90-day accelerator for this first run-through because I wanted to make it the best. So eventually, once that's created in January, it's going to be a 30-day accelerator because it'll all be automated there. So that's one rock is to create my 30-day coaching course. Another rock here in the New Media Collective that I'm working toward is creating a system 
of greater value for all of our members. So I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's super exciting. It involves this podcast as a networking tool and as a social growth tool. And it's going to be a beautiful system that brings everything in and together. So I have this rock over here for the New Media Collective. So the third and final rock, and Gina Wickman in EOS in the book called Traction, that's the book, you know, he says that it's uh, about uh, only having two or three rocks, really, only as much as you can manage. Because once you see we get those big rocks in the jar, they put them in the jar, they, they settle on the bottom. Then we can put the smaller rocks, the medium-sized rocks in the sand in later, and it fills in nicely and makes a beautiful foundation. And so this third rock that I've created for myself, I actually am calling it uh, awareness, mindfulness, and health. And it's a personal rock because for me, I need to be healthy and well in order to serve others too. So this is just a little bit of something that I have uh, used and utilized for uh, goaling for the gold. And uh, the other thing is those big rocks that we select, those two business rocks at least out of the three or four, they really ought to be focused on your greatest goal. And for a lot of us, that's revenue and bringing in um, cash flow to our businesses. So it doesn't have to be, but that's what it is. So uh, with that, I think that I'm going to pass the mic, Raj. Thank you so much for letting me share this. And it's so beautiful to see all of you in this room. And Stacy, hello. It's good to see you, my friend. I'll give the mic back to Raj. Thank you, Tay. That was a really in-depth and a really amazing share, I've got to say. So you've got like a structure. Well, I've had too much coffee today. See, that's the problem. <laughs> I think I think I can tell. You, you sound really, um, how can I say, energetic. So it's all good. <laughs> Um, so I would like to welcome Stacy to the stage. Um, I don't think we have met Stacy, so if you would like to take a moment, can you introduce yourself to the room and let us know what you do, who you are, and how do you, or what do you understand, um, the goal for the goal? Hey guys, hey Tay, hey Raj, Phil. Uh, flat TV. <laughs> hey guys. Um, so nice to meet you. Um, I jumped in uh, a chat before. I think one of Tate's earlier ones because I think Phil invited me. Uh, Phil's awesome. So yeah. So I joined because um, I saw the uh the update here. But anyway, I'm Stacy Price. Um, I do a show called Price on Purpose, which is about people. Um, sharing the price that they paid to find their purpose in life and why it's important to share it with others. And um, I'm also a podcast producer and a blogger as well. And I just jumped in. So uh, goal for the gold. You mean as far as my interpretation of the sentence? Is that what you meant, Rob? Well, that could be, um, what is your goal for the goal? So um, are you aiming to have a certain amount of exposure? Is it 
um, do you want to get your podcast in to the number one, or is it do you want to have any do you have any goals in terms of revenue, in terms of monetary uh, revenue? So, what is your goal for the goal? Like, what is your goal, and what is the goal for that goal? If that makes sense. Yes, yes, that makes a lot of sense. That's a very good question. I think that's something I'm still working on finding out. Um, I think for me, it's a little broad right now. I'm just trying to meet a lot of people. Um, so I've started to kind of go on other shows and I'm starting to build my uh, show more as well to get more people on that uh, kind of speak my language in a sense where we dig into topics such as consciousness, habit-forming behaviors, dealing with past trauma, and learning how to actually use the trauma or the past experiences to actually connect with others in your present. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. But overall, absolutely, I would love to turn my show into a book and pretty much help people with their healing, especially teenagers, young adults, because um, I think that part of our lives are so sensitive and we, we can definitely handle those parts of our lives better and I think it starts out with getting knowledge to the people to let them know that they're all right and that there is a path for them it's just up to them to find it that sounds absolutely amazing um I'd love to hear one of your podcasts and um I will follow you and I'll, and I'll check out um your uh, podcast now, do you have a link anyway like where we can where we can check it out and, and have a listen absolutely uh, actually, the link is in my, uh, I think it's in my description here. So if you click on Price on Purpose, uh, you'll be able to click on my link tree and I'll link you to my show. Sure. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you for your introduction and thank you for your share, Stacey. Um, oh, thank you. I'm gonna, no problem. I'm going to now welcome Celestina to the stage. But before I ask you to introduce yourself, uh, Celestina, I'm going to go to Queen V. Um, if you can uh, just introduce yourself a little bit, Queen V, and also what is your goal for the goal? Peace and blessings. I'm Queen V, Valerie Jones, Spot TV. And it's just great to be here. And it's just so funny. Or I guess it's just meant for me to be here because like a couple weeks ago, I actually was in the same room, the same way, just I don't know, I saw the title and I said I was interested and I just clicked on it and just kind of stayed in this very, very fulfilling room and podcast and I'm glad to be here today. So the question is the uh, goal for the gold. And um, it was very funny that um, that that is a topic because um, I was, the way I was raised by older people in Arizona country and they never really, I really never really had goals coming up that were, I guess, named goals that, you know, we all strive for things, but um, for to say goals, I never really had any, like, coming up. So then when I was older, you know, I kind of had things that I wanted to do, but I had a friend who actually taught me about, you know, goal setting and things of that sort, which I was really, really um, thankful for that. So um, my goal was to, um, you know, start my own media company and I was able to do that with Spot TV and it was great. Um I I always say I wanted to be like Oprah. That was like back in my college days, but you know, but that was kind of like a far reach because Oprah, you know, 
in life, you know, like I had I wanted up having children, being married and everything and Oprah didn't have any children. She she wasn't really married, so it's like I have you know, things that came up in life that um you know, that I need to I feel like I need to tend to my children and everything like that. So my goals are more I have career goals but my goals are mostly family oriented goals and it's lucky that I work for myself that I can actually um work on both aspects and give each the amount of attention and time needed for um for growth. So I looked up the definition of um goal because I never had so I just saw I was in the room listening. And it was a goal is an idea of the future or desired result that a person or a group of people envision, plan and commit to achieve. So I thought that was that was really interesting because I never actually looked up the word um goal. And um, to hear that going is the idea of the future, um, I am an idea person, and I, I constantly think of the future and um, and where I want to be. But, you know, we always grew up saying we want to be rich and famous. But um, in my career, I've met a lot of rich and famous people, and it turned me off from wanting to be rich and famous. Um, I just want to be a good person, a goal, a good business person. Um, fair and a good parent so um that you know that's how my goals kind of change throughout you know my span of you know being an adult um so my goal for the goals is to you know basically continue what I'm doing um family-wise but maybe focus on business a little bit more um because I kind of put my business to the side and so, and have been focusing more on like my teenager and my son who is on the spectrum and he's 22. So I really, um, have a goal to focus more on me, myself, um, and spot TV and the things that, um, you know, that I want to produce and create. So I, I hope I'm not rambling. I'm going to yield my mic. Um, so I can have some feedback from someone else. But uh, like I said, I'm really so happy to be back in the um, this uh, Billion Dollar Mind podcast, episode number um, 13. I think I made episode number 11, the um, New Media Collective, the BDG New Media Con- Collective. I yield my mic. Queen B, that is absolutely beautiful. I love your share because... Um, it's not such uh, to do with business because I think everyone, when when they go, when they think about goal for the goal, it's like oh, it has to be monetary or it has to be famous. But yours is a personal goal, which is um, quite touching and it's quite personal to you. So it's your personal goal, which is your goal, you know, which is absolutely amazing. And it's um, it's something that I can resonate with as well. So if I personally will share my my um, goal for the goal was when in uh, 2000 and um, I think, sorry, 1990, sorry, beg your pardon, in 1990, when my family lost our family home uh, due to the recession in the UK. And our goal was to actually um, uh, buy a house. And the reason to buy a house was not to be wealthy, it was to have a roof over our head so we can have somewhere nice and warm to sleep. You know, because then what happens is when you've got your goal, you then aim to put food on the table, you know, and so forth and so forth. Right? So um, monetary value is there. It's good. 
um, as the saying goes sometimes, money comes, money goes, you know, and that's what happened to us. My, my father was very wealthy in the 80s, you know, up until the 1990 recession. Um, my dad had a lot of money. My dad was driving around in three Mercedes cars, you know, and he had a status and a big um, reputation in the community. But as soon as he lost all that, he didn't lose anything. He just lost his status, but he still had his reputation in the community. You know, but we built that life back. And we are today thankful in a position where we have everything that we wanted back. You know, so our goal was just to have a simple life. And we do have a simple life. But it's actually elevated into having a successful businesses, you know, having successful jobs, you know, having a nice home, a nice warm home, you know, where people are happy to come, enjoy, sit, relax. You know, cause some homes you go into and you feel it's like really cold, you don't feel welcome, you know, and we've built something really nice. So, so my pot of gold, I would say, was to build a nice tight-knit family where we had a nice home for people to come and visit us you know, whenever they wanted. Because when we were living on rent, we were living on rent for two years at a time and we were always moving, which wasn't a nice feeling. You know, so sometimes it's about personal fulfillment. But thank you for sharing, Queen V. That was absolutely amazing. Um, I just want to say hello to Soma in the audience. Um, if you feel like sharing, please do put your hand up and we will bring you up on the stage. Um, I'm going to pass the mic over to Phil. I don't know if Phil is able to share. So, Phil, what is your goal for the goal? It'd be, it'd be nice to hear from you, mate. Over to you. Thank you so much, uh, Raj, and of course, Tate, for hosting the room and to everybody else for sharing their goal for their goal or the goal. Yeah, goal for the gold. Um, Mine is to be able to bring podcasting to everyone. My my goal uh, is to make it so accessible so that everybody can use podcasting, can create their own podcast, to share what they want to with the world and allow them to kind of like build their own tribe, find their own voice and find their own community that can support them because that's what I see for the future. And uh, that's really my goal because I love podcasting so much and that's pretty much it. And uh, I yield my time back to Raj. That's amazing, Phil. Um, as I can tell you, you are the podcast mogul and I've had the pleasure of actually being on one of your shows and um, you did an amazing interview. And I've got to say that um, I had the most amazing fun on your podcast and I had the most amazing um, interview. You made me feel really welcome. And it was very, how can I say, it wasn't it wasn't formal. It was very, very like the conversation that we're having today. So yeah, it was it, it was it was an excellent experience. And if anybody here wants to listen to Phil's um, podcast, go and check him out on Instagram. He's got a link in there I think, to his podcast, and they're pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to change it up a little bit now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pass it over to Tate, and then I've got a couple of questions I want to ask the room. And it will be kind of cool to get your answers and see what your thoughts are on these two questions. So, Tay, if I can, I'm going to pass the mic back over to you. And Absolutely. Absolutely, Raj. Raj, thank you. And thanks, everybody. What a beautiful conversation. I was thinking the rest of the title of the room today, it says, Goal for the Gold. Revenue producing tips to prioritize your life and business. So 
we could almost take the word revenue out and in place of it, put abundance. Goal for the gold, abundance producing tips to prioritize your life and business. What's really important, right? And what's flowing through me right now is that abundance is everywhere. When you look at a tree, there's so many leaves. When you look at the pavement, there's so many rocks in it. And there is no true lack of anything. It's really just a perception. So with prioritizing goal for the gold, uh, you know, what can we bring out in terms of abundance producing tips? Uh, the farther that I push myself and tire myself out and try to <laughs> try to do everything at once, it's almost like having 15 different radio frequencies playing at the same time. There's no focus. And so I'm so grateful that people in this room today have discovered that not just value of monetary value, but anything can be abundant. So I think that's beautiful. And so Raj, I will definitely just hand the mic back over to you. Oh, you know, there's one other thing I wanted to say. This is something I learned in a book called The One Thing. And I can't recall who wrote the book, but it's about prioritizing business and life. And the statement is this, it's, what is it that I could do such that by doing this thing, everything else will be made easy and unnecessary? So think about it this way. Can I take a breath of air? And if I focus on taking a breath of air, I will be alive. And just focusing on that awareness places me in a position where all the other tasks in my life kind of become easy and unnecessary. Yet I fall always into that wedge zone of getting stuck in the overdoing, the perfectionism and uh, the like. So I just wanted to offer that to conversation today and uh, hand it back over to you, Raj. Awesome, Tate. Um, so moving swiftly into that, um, what you said, the key word, stuck. So I'm going to open it up to the group. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it popcorn style. So just flash your mic if you want to answer. So I have two questions. So the first question is, um, where do you get stuck the most when setting goals for yourself? And the second part of the question is, how do you break through and make goal setting work for you? So I'm going to do a popcorn style. So anyone to flash your mic and um, let's see your answers. This is Valerie speaking, Spot TV, Queen Bee. And um, my my thoughts on that is the, um, basically when you were saying that there's an abundance um, of things like that nature provides, um, you know, like, like you're saying, like rocks or leaves, trees, things of that sort. Um, but 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 what I think when it comes to um, me making goals for myself, I, I have 
I don't know if it's a problem, but I'm always, when I'm thinking about what I'm doing for myself, I always think about what, you know, what my husband's going to have to do, my my daughter, my son, you know, it really, my goals never really revolve around me. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or it's not. Um, but, you know, every now and then I do take control of, you know, of myself and what I want to do and basically um, get in a selfish mode and say, okay, this is what I, I am going to do for, for myself. So I don't know if that's answering your question, but it just, it just um, it's my answer to what, what you're you're asking to say. Yeah, um, Queen Bee, I think you have answered it because sometimes I think we get so caught up with um, doing for others that we forget about ourselves. And sometimes self-care is what we need from time to time. So I'll give you an example is that I run a PR marketing agency, right? And I always do stuff for clients and I'm always creating content not for myself it's for my business my brand exclusive pr so what i tend to forget is my self-care sometimes i need a break from social media i need a break from let's say the business itself so what i tend to do is i will just switch off i will just put a movie on i will get some popcorn out you know and i will just watch a movie you know just have some time out and sometimes you need that because I think self-care is quite important, and especially in the last 18 months to two years, the pandemic should have taught everyone that basically self-care is quite important because mental health has been a massive, massive issue globally. So, yeah, your answer was perfect because obviously your your goal for the gold is a personal achievement, and your personal achievement is your self-care first, and then you can look after Because if you have no health, you have, you have no wealth, so how can you look after someone else if you don't have your health first? You know, so that's a perfect answer. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I'm going to move on to Stacey, if you would like to answer. If not, I'm going to move on to Phil. Um, either one of you to flash your mics. And actually, uh, Raj, I have, if it's okay, if I could jump in yep. real quick and just let Valerie know how grateful I am for you, Valerie, for sharing a little bit of that, uh, uh, your life. Um you know, doing for others. And it can be that way. I found most of us are often wanting to help others before we help ourselves because, uh, well, whatever it's because of, I know that's one of my things too. And so I did have a question um, for you, Valerie, and I want to frame the question in an, in a, in a, in a valuable way and in a safe way. So I just kind of want to draw attention to a book that I've been reading and the book title is called uh, the dark side of the light chasers by Debbie Ford. Uh, it's on audible so you can listen to it. It's uh, in print of course, but she discusses and talks about uh, what is our dark sides uh, of, you know, we are given that we are light chasers, uh, meaning that we are people that want to chase abundance and model abundance for good. Uh, then the idea of uh, 
what is that dark side or the shadow side? And I don't mean like real deep, deep stuff. I just mean like, you know, what is it that I get out of perfectionism? And that's one of my problems is I get working on a task and I get deep into it and it never can be perfect enough. You know, when I created the title of this room, it's, I spent way too much time, you know, trying to get the icons right and everything. And I just become immersed and imprisoned by my perfectionism. So my question to myself is what do I get out of my perfectionism? So that's where I think Debbie Ford in her book is talking about those, the dark side of the light chasers in her book. And so I, I would ask you, Valerie, in terms of uh, you are of service to your family, which is beautiful. And I also wanted to remind you that there may be something that you are getting out of that too, uh, being the one that is always taking care of others or whatever that is. And, and I don't mean to jump deep into this at all, Valerie, but I really appreciate you mentioning uh, the busyness that you get your uh, self into or that life just presents to us. And so I wanted to give you a chance to kind of share back uh, anything that came up for you in what I said. I hope that I said that appropriately and didn't like therapize or anything. I'm not a therapist. I just heard some things there that compared to me and my perfectionism. So Valerie, I would love to hand you the mic for any responses you might have okay yes um this is valerie um that was interesting i wrote down the name of the book um and i definitely want to check it out um but um my thing is i i don't, I don't know i don't know if it's my zodiac sign like i'm a cancer so cancers are very homey and everything like that um but I, I'm wondering if that's it, because the things that, like, some people, that that some people, like, really cherish, like, um, pocketbooks and, and, you know, brand name shoes and stuff like that, it's really not me. It's really, you know, that's not what um, what my my concerns or interests or that just doesn't really make me happy. Uh, I like um, the people around me to be comfortable, and that's what makes me comfortable and um so i'm not sure if uh if it has to do with my zodiac sign or even how i was raised i was raised very old-fashioned so i have a very old-fashioned vibe but um yeah i'm just saying all that to say that um i do it uh basically but like you do say i do have to take time out for myself, and and I do. I mean, I take a, a long bath every day, and I try to take care of myself. Wow! Thank you, thank you, Valerie. I appreciate that. Uh, it's beautiful in this authentic space. It's not all about business, and uh, I love my cancer friends. Um, my sign is Aquarius, and. I overhelp people, right? That's the, one of the things. And I love looking at some of those things. So you're right on target there in terms of my heart, Valerie, and uh, thanks so much. So I'm going to hand the mic back to Raj. Thank you, Tay. Um, amazing shares there. Um, absolutely loving the room today. It's, uh, it's really different. It's gone in a, a completely different vibe. But I would firstly like to say, Hello to Glenn. Glenn, if you're 
bureaucracy share and introduce yourself do you come up on stage oh he's gone <laughs> glenn's actually he's on a school run to pick up his kid right now he back channeled uh, yeah. me but he okay. is such an inspiring gentleman glenn yeah. marsden yeah. so i'll hand it back to yeah. you Rep. no problem Tate. i really appreciate that thank you so much um yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it um popcorn style uh between phil and stacy so if you want me to repeat the questions i sure can um so the questions again are where do you get stuck the most when setting goals for yourself and how do you break through and make goal setting work for you so if stacy or phil want to answer that would be great hi so i'm I'm Phil. I'm going to answer it uh, just because I feel that it's something that I'm actually going through right now. Um, I used to get stuck because I would set up so many goals or so many tasks that I need to complete uh, by the end of the day. And it would just feel overwhelmed. And I started to journal and uh, just journal like a couple of tasks that I needed and I felt accomplished. So I would journal in the morning. These are the tasks that I would need to get complete. And I would just focus on those. Like I would start small with one, two tasks, and then I would add every week. And that's how I've been tackling my, uh, ta like going after my goals, similar to how like Tate has those three rocks or so many rocks that he does uh, per, per day. I'm doing it with journaling and I'm just seeing that I'm chipping away at the giant goals that I used to set for myself. Because like and for everybody, I usually set too big of a goal before I realize that, no, I have to start with smaller goals and chip away at those bigger goals by uh, starting with the small goals. So that's usually what I do to uh, get, uh, get through this, uh, getting through the stuck points because I still have them. I yield my mic. That's awesome, Phil. Um, I think I might need to. <laughs> I think I might need to do something like that because what I tend to do is I have so much to do sometimes, and I do get overwhelmed with a lot of work. And sometimes writing a journal down it can actually help. Um, and I think it's also structured as well, so you can have like a like a checklist where you can just like check it off as well. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's absolutely amazing. Um, I just want to say hello to Vishal, um, welcome to the room um, and to the New Media Collective. And if you would like to come on stage, he's on stage. Absolutely awesome. So um, if you're okay, like, do you want to introduce yourself quickly to the room? Um, just tell us um, who you are, what you do. And the topic of the room is um, goals for the goals. So what is your goal for the goals? Hi Raj. Hi Rome for everybody. This is Vishal from India. And basically I have been uh, actually it's pretty late tonight because I was just about to go to sleep and came here in the room because that's not just the interesting room over here. So okay, let me introduce myself. I'm basically a social media consultant, a tech entrepreneur as well. And I've been building a tech venture which I intend to launch from somewhere in Europe either from the European Union or the United Kingdom. So it's pretty uh, in the final stages of uh, completion. I'm a solo entrepreneur, uh, building the whole thing on my own. And I personally believe that it is going to be a quite a significant venture uh, in terms of uh, getting the traction in the marketplace, getting a position of uh, uh, creating value for the marketplace, basically. So that's all about it. Uh, nothing more than that. I can say that at the moment, yeah, like this.
Well, thank you for your share, Michelle. Um, so I'm going to um, ask: is, is Stacey available? Stacey, are you there? Are you are you okay to to share or answer the questions, or would you like to repeat them for you? I think I remember. I, I think you were asking, uh, like, what uh, I guess roadblocks happen or arise in goal setting, and how do you overcome them? Is that kind of what you're getting at? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like you guys where, you know, you have a lot of things you want to do and it's like all in front of you and then you're just like, okay, where do I start? And then for me, I don't start. I'll just be like, okay, well, I'm going to run away from this for a little bit. And then uh, maybe when I come back, like it'll sort itself out. <laughs> that's how I, that's why, like when you ask that first question, like, you know, what's your goal for the goal? I'm like, there's, there's so many things, you know what I mean? And I never really thought about it that way because for my mind, what I need to do or what works best for me is to focus on the habit itself. So I know for me and my personality, if I think about, if I put too much attention on the goal, I, I personally get freaked out. I'm like, Oh my God, how, like, I know my paranoia comes up. Like, how are we going to do this? Who's like, you know, I, I get freaked out and I will actually run from it because I'm like, Oh my God, I can. And but how, you know, so for me, I focus on habits. Like, for example, this week, you know, I, I did something I didn't think I would ever do, <laughs> but I realized that it works and it will help my show and help get the word out. You know, I put out a, uh, a request to get people on my show. And when I started to get the responses, I started to get freaked out. Like, oh, my God, I got to respond to all these. I'm like, all right, Stacey, just focus on responding to one at a time. And because I thought about the habit itself, I'm eventually getting it done. And also for my boss as well, I'm getting it done for her as well. So for me, it just works better when I focus on the habit itself, the one thing I need to do, and then gradually going to the next thing. So that's how I kind of work on dealing with what, what I get is anxiety um, from completing the task or even wanting it to look a certain way or being a perfectionist I try not to focus on that I just focus on okay maybe today's emails or maybe tomorrow is this or we're going to do the top two things or the top two three things and then I just focus there and eventually what happens is I'm working on the end result but it's the baby steps or the habits that are helping me get to the bigger goal yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying. So it's more like having a structure to your day. So you know, like, um, like today I'm doing X, tomorrow I'm doing Y, and so forth. Um, just to go on to that, um, I'm going to give my share. Um, I'm a little bit similar to you, Stacey, if I'm honest, because I have so many different things going on right now. Um, and what I have to do sometimes is I need to... Um, have a little bit more structure to my to my day, I suppose, because I sometimes get distracted easily. And what I tend to do is I tend to set reminders in my in my phone or on my calendar that okay, so today I need to do let's say I need to work on my course, and then tomorrow I need to create some batch content for my business, and then maybe Wednesday I need to get back to some clients. You know, so I'm, I'm a little bit similar to you where I need to have a structure to my day because then what happens is when I have a structure to my day, it kind of throws it out the window and then I start doing everything and it becomes a mess. So also I think I, I like to think about 
um, positive things, and I and I like to manifest in the in the positive way moving forward because I think if we manifest in the positive way, then that also helps um, the whole um, the prioritizing of not uh, not life itself, but also your business as well. So you have that balance between work life balance. So you, you know where to switch off, and you know where to switch on for your business. You know, and I think that really helps. So. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass it over back to Tate. And um, Tate, like, what 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 are your uh, roadblocks? Like, where do you get stuck um, when setting goals, and how do you overcome them? Oh, such a prime question. Oh yes, I I'm really just vibrating with empathy for you, Stacy and Raj, and in terms of the perfectionism, and I really resonate with that, and. You know, I mentioned before, perfectionism does something for me, just like uh, coffee does something for me. There's a reward for each behavior in my life. And so I've discovered that being able to, in some way, open up that channel of awareness and it's called different things to different people. It's called mindfulness. It's called awareness, meditation. Some people call it prayer. Some people call it affirmation, but it's a totally different place in the brain than, you know, my, uh, than my uh, hard working ethic. You know, the brain doesn't, there's someone told me once that I couldn't both, uh, hold a positive and a negative thought at the same time in my brain. And what I have discovered most of all, and I would, I would pay to have anyone and everyone uh, all take the, you know, something like insight timer or calm and put it on their phone and dedicate themselves to the practice of beginning some kind of mindfulness practice. But you know, there's a quote here that I think is really poignant from uh, a coach of mine, and it is that nature does not allow idling in a vacuum, including the brain. When you are not pursuing positive thought habits, including your environment coming into your brain and your thoughts and your energy, your brain has to go the other direction because there is no idling in other words, there is no space in meditation, then there is no vacuum to the brain, which is now forced to fill the vacuum with the opposite, being negative thought habit. So it's like a rat wheel that starts to go and then it keeps going and it goes faster. And it's almost like an addiction to doing as opposed to the practice of being. And I find that meditation is super cool. And so you know, what's interesting to me is I, in my personal life, I, I run a meditation group for uh, the recovery community that I am a part of. And it's saved lives, folks. Uh, for me, it saved my life being able to be mindful um, because when faced with either, you know, running your life into the ground from an addiction or not, uh, it's good to choose to not. And so this meditation is beautiful. So that comes to my mind as you know something important for the new media collective and in fact i may create a 
they have meditation circles now on Insight Timer, which is a free app. You can pay access for things, but it's mainly free. You can create circles. And so I may create a circle for the New Media Collective to drop in, recommend guided meditations. And uh, yeah, I just think that space, uh, that vacuum in the brain, uh, nature doesn't allow our brain to be empty. So if we're changing our habit, we have to fill it with something else or change it to something different. And I just find that meditation does that for me. So uh, I'll pass the mic and see if that resonated for anyone. Yeah, it, 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 it actually resonated with me, Tate, because I think, um, um, as I said earlier, that mental health is pretty important, you know, and um, um, even the most successful businessmen and even the most successful sports personalities have some form of mental health um, issues, you know. I mean, there's a soccer player here in the UK or a football player playing for Man United who had... Um, mental health issues for two years and um, um, it only came to light when he did an interview so nobody knows and I think that sometimes we we focus too much on our goal in terms of we want to reach the riches and we forget about ourselves in terms of our mental state you know so I think that is that is pretty cool um, I would like to uh, welcome Mike to the stage welcome Mike um, do you want to quickly introduce yourself, um, who you are, what you do, and a quick question, um, and the room topic is goals for the gold. Um, so what is your goal for the gold? And then I've got a couple of questions on the back of your response. So I'll pass the mic over to you, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you, Raj. So my name is Mike Forrester. I do men's transformation coaching. Um, had the pleasure of speaking with Phil earlier today, kind of going through uh, some of my past. So I almost destroyed my family and uh, just emotionally, mentally, because of what I grew up under, right? The beliefs and, and we're talking about the positive side. What I came from was more the victim side where um, woe is me. And if, if you think of me being Eeyore uh, with a cross of the Hulk, that was pretty much where I was. And so, um, you know, came through that. And now my goal is to help other men to experience the freedom and transformation that comes from being on the other side, having a growth, you know, a healthy mindset, and being able to, you know, love yourself, love your family, and to act from a place of strength, not to, you know, manipulate or micromanage uh, for control and to feel empowered. So uh, that's where I've come from. Uh, could you clarify, clarify for me, Raj, like what you're talking about with a goal for the gold? What does that uh, encompass and and what you're looking at there? I just want to make sure I'm giving you correct information. Yeah, sure. So basically everyone has shared their um, different goal for the gold. So for example, I'll give you mine. Um, mine is to basically have a great mindset in terms of um, just my great mental health because um, if you don't have a good mental state or if you haven't got good mental health, then you can't be successful in business, you know, because um, uh, I believe that having a positive mindset really helps. And also, although I'm a mental health advocate myself, um, men that are or just 
generally men and women that have mental health issues sometimes tend to um, procrastinate things because they're unsure of things, you know, and that doesn't necessarily help. So my goal for the goal is to actually have a great mindset so that I can move forward in a positive light to be successful in my business. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Like, like, does that make it a bit more clear or, or would you like to explain a little bit more or give you like another example? No, that's spot on. Perfect. I appreciate it, Raj. So for me, I've got two goals as I'm going forward. So like you, I'm working on my mindset. That's something I'm continuing to do. But the other thing is that I'm working to get more sleep and better quality sleep because that has been something that like I'm coming out of IT consulting and I was in that for, you know, 25 years in IT. And I almost wore it as a badge of honor to not get sleep or to get three hours of sleep. And I'm sure that you guys can, you know, see clearly from your side how you know, foolish that is. But that was what I believed at that time. It's caused havoc. And now I'm working on, you know, learning how to get, you know, more sleep, higher quality sleep. And then I'm also working to improve my physical health um, because, you know, if you're not sleeping well, you're going to be, you know, doing abusive stuff, things that aren't healthy for you. And I'm guilty of that as well. So I'm now working to, you know, repair, restore, and and just re-energize myself, both with the sleep and the, uh, and, you know, healing my body, like through what I'm eating and, and uh, exercise, everything like that. So those are two, my two big focuses. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Just quickly, because um, I think we haven't got much time left now in the room, because um, I'll be passing the mic back off to Tate after these couple of questions, just ever so quickly if you can. Um, so I've got a couple of counter questions. Is um, Where do you get stuck the most when setting goals for yourself, and how do you overcome them? So usually where I get stuck is uh, when I don't lay things out like I don't have a plan uh, you know if it's going to the gym am I laying out my clothes am I prepping myself to just make it smooth and easy to go and the other problem is when I'm not keeping track of let's say long-term projections like if I'm looking at my weight and the changes on a weekly basis with look without looking at it from a three to six month period you know then I lose understanding of like how much progress has been made and you know it it can get disheartening if i'm hitting like that plateau that stagnation and going oh my gosh i've still got 45 pounds to go am i ever going to get there well when i look back and i go yeah you've already made it on 35 pounds hey but i have to keep that in focus otherwise those are when i lose that traction that momentum i'm not as um propelled forward as I am when I understand the bigger picture. So looking too small um, and not setting, you know, goals and, and, and uh, just keeping that in, in uh, the forefront of my mind is where I encounter problems. I really, really appreciate that, Mike. Yeah. And I kind of understand what you're saying because I'm kind of saying, I mean, I've been procrastinating to go back to the gym for the last three, four months. So, I think I'm going to need to take your advice and get my off to gear and get into the gym. So thank you for your share. We really, really appreciate that. 
Um, so I'm going to pass the mic back over to Kate. Um, they wow. Are oh, wow. Oh, I'm so grateful and so in a beautiful, better space even than in the hubbub of today earlier. And Mike, it is so wonderful to meet you, my friend. Uh, I'm definitely going to connect with you. I loved your analogy of Eeyore with a cross of the Hulk. <laughs> I definitely need to look into my inner uh, awareness and my inner parts as well. So, And, uh, you know, to everybody on stage, it's just so amazing to have a group of conscious entrepreneurs. We are all entrepreneurs in our way, but is it the most important thing? Is that dollar going to be buried with us in a coffin and, and are we going to be able to take it with us to the next level? No. Um, so I just absolutely love the authenticity. Now, I referenced a couple of books earlier. The first book I referenced was The One Thing that has some beautiful prioritization tips. The One Thing, and it's by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. And then I also referenced a book called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, and it's by Debbie Ford. And so I would recommend uh, checking those two out. They're both beautiful books. One is The Left Side of the Brain. That's the one thing. And the other is The Right Side of the Brain uh, and Awareness, and that's The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. So thank you so much, Raj, for an amazing podcast today. By the way, everybody, this is Raj's first lead moderation, and I think he did a beautiful job. Don't you feel that way? Awesome. I see the mics blinking. Awesome. So thanks again, Raj, for an amazing podcast. Great job, my friend. Okay, thank you to all those who share their incredible value on stage today. Mm, isn't it great to belong to an authentic community? One where when you walk in the door or up on stage, you feel safe, valued, and inspired. Indeed, it is so that the Billion Dollar Mind podcast always seeks to open the fold of authenticity and allow us to model abundance for good. So if you discovered value on today's podcast, then be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform as we are now available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and more. And hey, did you know you can join us and share your voice too? That's right. Simply just download the Clubhouse app on your phone, search BDG New Media Collective, then come up on stage Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. Mountain and share your voice and insights recorded to Billion Dollar Mind podcast. And finally, help change lives by starting, uh, starting with yours by joining the BDG New Media Collective. You can tag my IG profile at Billion Dollar Growth and tap the link in the bio to join. It's free. So uh, our goal with the New Media Collective is that we currently have a community of 200 to 250 people with a goal of over 1,000 by the next year. So come on in and join the fun. Again, I wanted to thank everybody else here in the room and Raj particularly for moderating, Phil for producing the podcast. And it's always beautiful to see all of our lovely people on stage. Mike, Stacy, and Queen V, love, love, love that you came up here, come up here and shared your authentic truth with us. So 
Um, Raj, I'm going to let you have the last word today, my friend. So I'm over to you. Thank you so much, Tay. Um, firstly, I just want to say I'll, I'm very honoured that you let me uh, lead mod today. Um, it was my first time, and um, I could improve, I suppose. I'm always going to be self-critical, as uh, Stacey's a perfectionist, as am I. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be looking at my own self and probably something to journal about, right? Something yeah. to journal about, right? <laughs> yeah. I think there's been a lot of value in the room today and um, it's been it's been great. And um, I just want to thank everyone. Um, I just want to thank you, Tate, first and foremost, Phil. Secondly, um, thank you for producing some amazing podcasts week in, week out without fail. I want to thank the um, the guests on stage today. So Queen V, Stacey, Mike, thank you guys for popping up and having your shares. It's been an amazing room. It's been a really positive room and some amazing um, answers and shares today. So thank you again, everyone. And as Tate said, do come over to the IG um, uh, platform and do join our uh, fantastic um, collective. And I'm going to pass it back over to you, Tate. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks again. Well, we'll be ending the room here. We have a tradition to unmute and celebrate and say thanks to everybody. So I'll be ending the room in five, four. Take care, guys. Three. Good night. Thank you, everyone. Thanks again. Be well, everybody. Peace, everybody. It was great. See you next time.